What's up, everybody? This is your host, Josh. And this is your host, Rail. Welcome to Econics Talks. This is our podcast, and we're going to be talking about different lifestyle topics, entrepreneurship, and investing. We want to inform you, educate you, and empower you so that you can maximize your life. Let's get started. Good evening. It's your host, Rail, back again for another Wednesday Stock Talk. So today, we made a little money. So I took a trade, I think, um, a day, no, was it yesterday? I took a trade on ticker symbol, let's see, ticker symbol TVIX. So if you guys aren't familiar with this particular stock, this stock follows the index called the uh, the VIX, the VIX index. So it measures like market volatility. Usually the VIX goes up when the market is going down. So it's essentially another way to uh, short the market, but just by buying a uh, ETF, uh, ETF stock. So the ticket symbol is TVIX. Uh, look into the VIX index. Do your research on that so you can better understand it. But essentially, long story short, it's just another way for me to short the market or in other words, bet on the market going down. So today we saw the Dow, for example, I believe it went down as far as maybe like 160 points, something like that, close to that area. Because investors are still waiting to hear more details on the U.S.-China trade deal. So there's a lot of, um, there's a lack, rather, of confirmation on the deal. And and a lot of investors are believing that, you know, we're not going to get that good of a deal or the deal we expected. Or there may be a chance that there may not be a deal at all. You also have a lot of investors taking profits um, from this rally from December to up till now. So a lot of investors are taking profits. So like I've been saying, talk after talk, the Dow and the S&P, the Dow and the S&P have both reached major resistance levels. They have both reached levels where smart investors, institutional investors, typically sell uh, at these levels. So as I predicted, they um, did that. In fact, I mean, they 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 sold. They've been selling off. So the Dow got up to like twenty six thousand two hundred fifty. So around that area that I've been. Uh, talking about for the past couple of weeks. And from there, it it didn't break it. It actually started to sell off. And now we're at uh, around the 25,500 level. So with that, that helped my trade. And um, I was able to grow grow my total account about... um, I was able to grow my account about 2.5. Let's see here. Let me do some quick math. 
I was able to grow my account about two, my total account about two point two four percent, and I made uh, on the individual trade that position appreciated four point four eight percent. So um, it went well. Obviously, what I did was, um, you know, I was able to time the market properly. You know, I was patient. I made sure I understood what I was doing. I found a level that was major, you know, most in my favor. Um, so I just played the odds as in my favor, and I took that trade and I and I succeeded there. So going forward, we're still trying to really understand what's going on with this trade deal. I mean, we have not a lot of confirmation with that. Um, other than that, let's see what else went on today. Um, the U.S. trade deficit, I believe I was reading a, uh, article on that. Give me a second here. Yeah, so the U.S. goods deficit has reached a record high. Uh, it hits the record high from uh, 2018, or in 2018, the U.S. deficit hit a record high. Um, as strong domestic demand fueled lower taxes, fueled by lower taxes, pulled in imports. Um, so despite our, you know, the administration's policies including tariffs, um, you know, to shrink to shrink the trade gap, it in fact did not work. Um, so we still had a, a a high trade deficit. So it exploded despite the Trump administration's efforts to make America great again. Is what um, Chris Rupke chief. He's an economist in New York uh, at MUFG. I guess it's an investment firm. But despite that, yeah, the trade deficit actually went higher even with those tariffs. Um, and obviously that's not a good thing because that just means essentially debt. And it increased about 11.6% Um to an all-time high as far as China goods, obviously, because they put tariffs on us as well. So uh, this kind of can put a little worry in the market as we're starting to see the effects of this trade war and how it can affect both economies negatively. So, I mean, it's, it's not good for either, you know, either party, really. So for... The economy to continue to grow, we, you know, we got to really kind of come to some type of deal. And then um, it looks like the labor market is slowing. Um, and other than that, let's see, we had GE took a big dive, as their CEO said, that they expect, I guess, some, uh, let's see, what did he say? He said that their industrial free cash will be negative in 2019. 
So um, that caused it to sell off. Now, this something interesting, and a lot of analysts are saying that that's truthfully not a big deal. And for me, I'm looking at GE as a buying opportunity for the next few months. Because if you look at the chart on GE, it hit a it hit a, a support of uh, about six dollars and thirty five cents that it hasn't hit since two thousand nine. It hadn't got that low. So right now, I think GE is a is a is a buy and it's a good opportunity to make some money. Obviously, do your own research. So it is it sunk to about nine dollars and a low of five cents. I actually bought a few shares at $9.10, and um, I'm going to set a stop loss and automatic order to cut losses if I need to um, at about $9.03. But potentially, I mean, the potential for profit just based off previous trends can lead you up to the next resistance level, long-term resistance level of uh 20 i'd say about 20 bucks 19 dollars 60 cents so um realistically there's a lot of room for profit so i mean just from where i bought in there's potential to make and i mean i may even take profits before then just depending on how things are going but just looking going based off of previous patterns there's a potential to make uh, uh over 100% in profit based on that trade, which would probably take, I mean, realistically, it would probably take a, a good while for that trade to finish if I held it that long. It would probably take close to a year, but, you know, 100% return on a position, you know, over a year, that's not bad. I mean, you know, that's like, what's that? 100% over 12 months. That's like 8% per month. That's not bad, you know, for an individual trade. 8% per month, 2% per week, you know, a little over 2% per week. So that's not, you know, it's not a bad, you know, uh, area of, of opportunity there uh, simply because the potential is there. And, you know, my potential for losses is very minimal because I'm going to cut my losses pretty short just based off of what I've been hearing because, People may continue to panic sell based off of that. So I'm, if I have to, I'm going to cut my losses very short. But it's been sold off very hard. So I think the, the odds are realistically in my favor there. Um, I also bought uh, a gold stock, Barrick Gold. is the ticker symbol G-O-L-D. I bought some shares in that. So I want to see what that's going to do as gold has been going up and up just because there has been a big safe haven demand because of uh, global economic slowdown. So anytime that you have that, safe haven assets like gold appreciate. So I bought a gold-related stock, a uh, company that, that mines gold. Uh, the, ticker symbol, the ticker symbol is G-O-L-D, so I bought that. I also bought Marathon uh I bought a marathon stock MOR is the ticket symbol. Uh there you probably heard of the gas the uh the, the oil company. Simply because oil has actually been doing really well 
And I think over the next uh, few months here, it's going to continue to appreciate. So I'll probably hold that for the next couple months or so and then sell. Um, also got into Spotify. I think Spotify over the next few weeks is going to continue to appreciate. Uh, they've added a lot of subscribers. They've been doing a lot of different innovative things. So I'm in that as well. Just more long, you know, longer trades than I typically take. Um, but other than that, I'm currently in a, a short-term trading position for ticket symbol SPXS, which is a bear uh, S&P 500 stock. So it appreciates when the S&P uh, goes down. Right now, the S&P hit a major wall and it's going down. So I'm in that. Um, other than that, let's see. We had a few earnings. Uh, Johnson & Johnson went out today. They report they reported earnings. Abercrombie and Fitch actually went up 10% today um, after they reported better than expected fourth quarter results. And the forecast for annual same-store sales actually was above uh, analyst estimates. Uh, Dollar Tree went up 6.7%. So this is something to watch, too. I know Dollar Tree in the last recession did really well. Um, to me, it's it's fairly high, so I don't know if the same thing will happen. Uh, but we'll see. Ross reported, Ross Stores reported, and they declined 2.8% because uh, they had slow sales in women's clothes. BJ, BJ's wholesale stores went up 4.7% because they had a, uh, uh earnings report that actually beat estimates as well. So just a few earnings reports. Other than that, looks like Facebook has some advertisers that are leaving, uh, quitting Facebook because they find the company's uh, business model despicable, as they say. Um, Mozilla, for example, left uh, Facebook. And then uh, you had a few other different advertisers. So long-term, like, you know, if we're talking five to ten years, I, you know, Facebook is, in my opinion, a company or a stock that is going to continue to be profitable because of you still have a lot of advertisers that, you know, like Facebook. I mean, as far as advertisement in general, it's one of the, one of the a platform where you can buy ads at a, a very low price and you can get access to so many people. So a lot of companies, in my opinion, especially like small business, will probably continue to take advantage of that, and that will continue to generate revenue. They're already have, they already have pretty much no debt, and they're, they have a lot of cash on hand. So that's the sign of a healthy company. So I think short-term, just based off of negative news, Facebook will probably come down some more. But long-term, over the long-term, you know, you can still be profitable in this particular stock, but we will see what happens. Other than that, um, you know, I think the Dow and, you know, just the major indexes, I just always use the Dow as an example um, because it, it, out of all the indexes, it typically performs the, the best. So it's a great uh, measuring stick for the market. You know, I see the Dow over the next 
I'd say few days here possibly the next week or so it could probably hit the 25,400 level and then could probably go down over the next few weeks um, down back down to the 24,000 level and um, you know if it does that if it breaks and you guys can research moving averages but moving averages or a good way or good indicators to kind of tell uh, or, you know, give you an indication of where the direction of a stock is going to go. So look up moving averages. But the two, the 200 moving day average right now for uh, the Dow Jones on the daily chart is at about 25,100, which is around a, a, a previous support level as well. I mean, if it breaks that, you know, the market could possibly panic sell. So I think it's going to go down to that 200, 200-day moving average. It's going to bounce up a little bit, and then it's going to finally break it and go down further. Um, so we'll see. Other than that, if you have any questions, as always, hit us up on Instagram at econix, E-C-O-N-I-X underscore, or you can hit me up at dgreen, V as in Victor, on IG as well. Other than that, obviously do your own research. Never rely on someone else's opinion and stay profitable. Peace.